Tales from Black Sand Beach is not for the cowardly, not for the children who scare easily, not for the people who want sweet tales of friendly bunnies and fluffy kittens. These are stories of ghosts and nightmares for the brave and the curious out there. For years I'd heard stories about the beach at the edge of the world, the place where the darkness was seeping through, but I'd never really believed it. Then, while researching migration patterns of sheep in a far-off country that I can't remember the name of for my next comic series, I discovered something far stranger than anything I'd ever heard. After a night of fever dreams and weak old chicken wings, I awoke outside an abandoned lighthouse, with nothing on my person but my phone, my keys, my wallet, my passport, some gum, some other keys, assorted detritus from my childhood bedroom that seemed to follow and haunt me no matter how many times I threw it away, and, of course, a cardboard box stuffed with dictaphone tapes, each containing a story from the mysterious Black Sand Beach. Hello, this is Richard Fairgray, and welcome to Episode 3 of Tales from Black Sand Beach, the show where we listen through tapes left by a missing journalist to uncover the creepy mysteries of that bizarre peninsula. In this week's episode, we get our first hint at something physical, something real, something tangible that the journalist has uncovered that's truly scary beneath the sand. This is not just a story of a ghost or a feeling. This is not an urban legend. This is a story of something he can reach out and touch. These days, we're always being told not to touch our face. And if any story makes that ring true, it's this one. So, I present to you, can I touch your face? I have been having this strange dream. I will be walking along the beach, listening to the waves come ashore, and I'll hear a voice from under the sand. Uh, I can't make out the words, but it, it just calls to me. I followed out to the very tip of the peninsula, and then out of the sand comes this face. Now, it's not a human face. It's something more like um, a teddy bear, but unfinished. I can't quite find the words to describe it, but I, I can just tell something's missing when I look directly at it. But here's the kicker. In my dreams, I've had this overwhelming urge to touch this face. I just, I just know that touching it will make a difference. You know, It'll help make it clearer. It's like my, my visual sense is lacking, and my sense of touch is telling me it can fill in the blanks. But every time I get close, I wake up. I was in a local diner, um, enjoying what they, you know, they pass off as eggs, when a waitress by the name of Margie, who seems familiar somehow, began what can only be described as a normal conversation. I just happened to be recording it. You seem dreamy today, mister. Not sleeping well? What? Uh, no. I suppose I haven't been. How can you tell? Oh, just that look on your face? Tells me you ain't been getting a full night's rest. Let me, uh, let me ask you something. I paused to read her name tag. Let me ask you something, Margie. Uh, you ever have any strange dreams? Me? Nah, just the usual ones of flying or escaping my life to pursue hobbies that could never really turn into careers. And that one we all have about the bare face in the sand. Well, by the time I picked my job off the table, uh, she'd scurried away. Uh, No doubt to fill up another customer with warmed-over gravy skin and canned bread. But now I knew it it was more than a dream. So I had to face this creature while I was awake. I grabbed my favorite shovel and headed to the end of the peninsula, and I started digging. The sand was soft and shifting, and I felt I felt like I was getting nowhere. Then, after what felt like several minutes, my shovel struck something that it wasn't hard exactly, but it was more face-like than the sand. 
I looked down into the hole, and there it was, staring back at me, with those cold, pinhole eyes. Outside of Slumberland, the face didn't hover, didn't call to me. There were no flies circling it, you know, like rotting meat. But it, it still seemed to draw me in. I reached out with my most courageous finger and gently touched the face. Well, as I did, I suddenly saw it for what it was. Not a stranger, not a bear, not something unfinished. I was looking at, I was touching my own face. Well, I panicked. You know, I ran home to the abandoned house I've been making my, my home. And when I got to the front door, I, I caught a glimpse of my reflection in the glass. And I realized that my own face now seemed wrong, uh, unfamiliar. You know, as if there was something mm, unfinished about it. You know, as if, like, something had been taken from it and added to the face that was growing below the sand. What? What? All right. Okay. I'm, I'm, no, no, there can't be a, there, there's not a collection of faces underneath the sand at the beat. God, this guy, this guy losing pieces of his, I'm sorry to get all off tone here, but oh, that's going to take me some time to recover from. I am not sleeping well tonight, guys. I. If you see a face, don't touch it, okay? Don't make that guy's mistake. Don't lose a piece of your face to a monster underneath the sand that appears to you in your dreams. What is wrong with this place? <sighs> well, that's it for this week. I'm going to go scrub my own face off, I think, just to get over that. I'll talk to you next week, if I'm even still here. I'm Richard Fairgray. This is Tales from Black Sand Beach. And just please stop touching faces. For more scary stories like this, check out the graphic novel series Black Sand Beach from Pixel and Ink Books, available now wherever good books are sold. In this week's episode, you heard the voices of Joe and Rebecca Slepsky, music and production by Alexandra Burke, written and narrated by Richard Fairgray. That's me.